Good morning. Welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral. Today is the memorial of St. John Eudes, priest. Our celebrant is Father Salvo. This Mass is being offered for Jennifer Lynn Willis. The worship program for this morning's celebration can be downloaded at www.stpatrickscathedral.org slash live. Hymns can be found in your blue St. Michael's hymnal. At this time, we invite you to stand and join in our entrance hymn number 689, O Worship the King, number 689. Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Dear sisters and brothers, as we begin these sacred mysteries that we will offer for the soul of Jennifer Lynn Willis, and, and we pray for her family as well, let us begin by recalling our sins and ask our Lord to grant us his peace, his mercy, and his forgiveness. Lord Jesus, you came to heal the contrite of heart Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners to yourself. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. Grant, Lord God, that we, your servants, may rejoice in unfailing health of mind and body, and through the glorious intercession of Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, may we be set free from present sorrow and come to enjoy eternal happiness. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the book of Joshua. Joshua gathered together all the tribes of Israel at Shechem and addressed them, saying, Fear the Lord and serve him completely and sincerely. Cast out the gods of your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. If it does not, if it does not please you to serve the Lord, decide today whom you will serve the gods of your fathers served beyond the river, or the gods of the Amorites in whose country you are dwelling. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. But the people answered, Far be it from us to forsake the Lord for the service of other gods. For it was the Lord our God who brought us and our fathers up out of slavery in the land of Egypt. 
He performed those great miracles before our very eyes and protected us along our entire journey and among all the people through whom we passed. At our approach, the Lord drove out all the peoples, including the Amorites who dwelt in the land. Therefore, we will also serve the Lord, for he is our God. Joshua, in turn, said to the people, You may not be able to serve the Lord, for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God who will not forgive your transgressions or your sins. If, after the good he has done for you, you forsake the Lord and serve strange gods, he will do evil to you and destroy you. But the people answered Joshua, We still serve the Lord. Joshua therefore said to the people, You are your own witnesses that you have chosen to serve the Lord. They replied, We are indeed. Joshua continued, now, therefore, put away the strange gods that are among you and turn your hearts to the Lord, the God of Israel. Then the people promised Joshua, we will serve the Lord our God and obey his voice. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day and made statutes and ordinances for them at Shechem, which he recorded in the book of the law of God. Then he took a large stone and set it up there under the oak that was in the sanctuary of the Lord. And Joshua said to all the people, this stone shall be our witness, for it has heard all the words which the Lord spoke to us. It shall be a witness against you, should you wish to deny your God. Then Joshua dismissed the people, each to his own heritage. After these events, Joshua, son of Nun, servant of the Lord, died at the age of 110 the word of the Lord. You are my inheritance, O Lord, you are. Keep me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, my Lord are you. O Lord, my allotted portion and my cup, you it is who hold fast my lot, you. I bless the Lord who counsels me, even in the night, my heart exhorts me. I set the Lord ever before me. With him at my right hand, I shall not be disturbed. You, you will show me the path to life, wholeness of joys in your presence, the delights at your right hand forever. You,
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Children were brought to Jesus that he might lay his hands on them and pray. The disciples rebuked them, but Jesus said, Let the children come to me and do not prevent them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. After he placed his hands on them, he went away. The Gospel of the Lord. These are immense and powerful words that we often overlook that Jesus gives us in today's Gospel, which, where he tells us that to enter the kingdom of God, we must be like children because it is to the childlike that the kingdom of God the kingdom of heaven belongs. Those are, those are immense words that we must think about all the time because if we need to be like children to enter the kingdom of God and to live in this life already like sons and daughters of God, then we want to meditate on that and, and want to see how much we are living that way or not. First of all, it's important for us to realize and remember that there is a difference between childish and childlike. If anything, they're almost opposites. And we blame children for being childish, but if we think about it, I think there's more of us adults that are childish than, than kids themselves. Kids go through a phase which is natural in their, matur in their maturity in which they have to discover the world and, and discover that they are individuals and so on and so on, and they might act childish, plus they haven't fully developed in many ways. But we adults have no excuse, yet we act that way sometimes. To be childish means to think that we are the center of the universe. To be childish means that we want to control everything. And when we don't get our way, specifically the way we want it, we throw temper tantrums. To be childish means to either think that, that, that we're above or, or below everyone else with our own imaginations taking over in a paranoid way. There are many ways that childishness takes forms, but we, can, we know when it's childishness when basically we are not loving as we should or, or, or serving others as we should or being the best person that we are created to be according to God. But childlike, on the other hand, begins at childhood, but when we have a soul that becomes childlike, it's something that should actually grow and grow and grow as more as we grow and grow spiritually and in relation with God. The goal is that by the time we die, we are as childlike as possible. So even if our body is aging, and everything else around us is aging, that our soul is actually being rejuvenated by God's grace, and that each day we are more like him, which is, of course, a full childlike way of living. Because when we are childlike, it's the opposite of childish. So when we are childlike, first of all, we know for a fact out of all wisdom that we are not really in control of anything at the end of the day because even if we have to do our part and, and try to do our part in, in making things work and cooperate with God in the end of the day, we have zero control about what's really going to happen in our lives. 
when we are childlike, we know that we can't do everything on our own. And therefore, we grow independence on God and independence on others as well, because we need one another. And it's actually a more wise way to live our lives in a more, in a, in a more way according to God's Holy Spirit when we acknowledge that and we and we have that relationship of loving but let others love us too of serving but let others serve us as well in the sense that we need to be together in this walking in God's ways and he taught us that and then of course to be childlike is basically to be humble to know that, that we can't rely on our own, that we're never going to figure everything out. I think the more we grow and the more we, we, we go old in, in this life, the more we should be able to realize that the more, the more we think we know, the less we really know. The more we think that we've learned a lot, the more we realize that there is so much more to learn. And the more that we come to live in this world, the more we realize that really, we have, there is so much that we can never figure out in this short time that we are here that we have to depend on God for everything. And, and, and that is to be childlike, to be humble, to, to be someone that is trusting and trusting most and foremost in God himself and his providence. And that is something that, therefore, we, we should want to cultivate and and as in everything in the church god always sends uh disciples of the ho that the holy spirit fills to teach us and we have the a great one saint therese of Lisieux of the child jesus she's a doctor of the church when, when a saint is declared a doctor of the church, which is only a few hundred of them, and we're talking about St. Thomas Aquinas, St. Augustine, St. Anselm, St. Catherine of Siena. These are, these are brilliant minds that have wrote these treatises that have really helped us to understand the gospel and have been used to help in the whole process that, that explains and reveals to us the gospel and our faith. And St. Therese of Lisieux, in her 24 years of life that she lived as a cloistered nun in a convent, is a doctor of the church. Because her teaching, which she all writes in, and if you haven't read it, it should be required reading, uh, her diary, The Story of a Soul, she teaches all about her little way, she calls it, to spiritual childhood. Basically, she teaches us how to be childlike and how through that to come and be trusting sons and daughters of our Heavenly Father. And it's a, it's a beautiful thing because it's really so simple as everything should be when we are talking about childlike simplicity because that's another attribute to it. Yet, as Pope Pius XII said, when, when, when in, in the canonization he was saying, he was saying this is uh, the heart of the gospel. She got it. She understood the gospel. She understood these words. And so St. Therese, who herself had a very difficult uh, childhood, because even though she begins describing about how beautiful it was, and she, it was at the beginning, her parents are, are saints, like canonized saints. Uh, but that being said, her mom died when she was only four. She developed, uh, because of her uh, grief, uh, an ultra-sensitivity. So she, she was, you know, that, that type of child that you couldn't even look at her the wrong way and all of a sudden she's crying and, and drama 
And then uh, on top of that, she was bullied. She had a lot of tough things, but then God healed her. And instead of, being, of, of developing in such a way that could happen that she would have just continued to be childish, she became bold and strong to the point that she asked the Pope himself, Pope Leo XIII, to let her, to, to make an exception, to let her join the convent at 15. And, and now she's a doctor of the church that teaches us how to be children in a way that will inherit the kingdom of God. So, of course, I'm just giving you a summary of what is uh, the, the book. My message here is to read the book because it, there's so much there that we need to learn. But basically, it's about how to really be true to ourselves and be humble of who we really are. But in all that, to not make us feel weak or defenseless or vulnerable all the time. On the contrary, to that humility, through that knowledge that, that we cannot do this on our own and that we didn't even choose to be here in the first place. And we can't even control the fact that we are living here right now. We were created by God that with that same humility and wisdom and knowledge to trust our Heavenly Father as a loving child will trust their loving parents in every way, in every aspect of our lives, that we walk our lives in that way. And, and, to, and to have a, a brotherly relationship with one another, that we see the child in every person, and how we all are vulnerable, and how all we all need one another. And when we come to that, we begin to live our lives differently. And when we come to that, then, as Jesus says, we will inherit the kingdom of heaven. God bless you. And now, let us ask our Heavenly Father to help us with all of our needs. Let us pray for our Holy Father, Pope Francis, as he leads the church in today's world. May God grant him good health and continue to fill him with grace and wisdom. Let us pray to the Lord. For all impositions of authority, may God imbue them with his spirit of love as they make decisions that impact the lives of others. Let us pray to the Lord. For all who live in countries suffering oppression, may God hear their prayers for freedom and give them comfort. Let us pray to the Lord. For all in this community of faith, may the Holy Spirit be our guide as we work together in building the kingdom of God on earth. Let us pray to the Lord. And for all who have died marked as Christ's own forever, Especially we pray for the soul of Jennifer Lynn and her family. May God soon welcome her in, into his heavenly kingdom. Let us pray to the Lord. Heavenly Father, we come as your children to lay our needs before you, knowing you will grant us what we need through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
pray, brothers and sisters, that this my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. Receive, O Lord, we ask, the prayers of your people with the sacrificial offerings that through the intercession of Blessed Mary, the mother of your son, no petition may go unanswered, no request be made in vain through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, to praise your mighty deeds in the exaltation of all the saints, and especially as we celebrate the memory of the Blessed Virgin Mary, to proclaim your kindness as we echo her thankful hymn of praise. For truly, even to earth's end, you have done great things and extended your abundant mercy from age to age. When you looked on the lowliness of your handmaid, you gave us through her the author of our salvation, your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through him, the host of angels adores your majesty and rejoices in your presence forever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. 
celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy, welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles, St. Patrick, and all the saints, who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Lamb of God, 
Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Please join in singing our communion hymn, number 593. Jesus, my Lord, my God, my all. Number 593. Jesus, my Lord, my God. We pray, Almighty God, that those to whom you give the joy of participating in divine mysteries may never be parted from you through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. The Mass has ended. Let us go in peace. And also let us ask our Blessed Mother that she may always help us 
to be childlike in the way we approach God and one another and the way we live our lives. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And have a beautiful day, everyone. We go forth singing number 645, O oh, bless the Lord my soul, number 645. Oh, bless the Lord. 